We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize. Come on down. I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame. Come on down. I'll make a deal just for that me spin the wheel. Come on down. To win a million bucks, all you need is a little luck and thorough knowledge of multiple disparate trivial subjects. All right, welcome back to an all-new episode of Come On Down, the game show podcast hosted by me, John Baker. And me, Jonathan Motney, along with my full roof ceiling. Oh, look at that. You've got a ceiling in your uh, apartment. It's cool. People are, it's That's a new nice. trend that people are doing when they build establishments. They are putting now putting up. full ceilings on top of them. Yes. It's an interesting choice. Like, I get it. I don't know if I'm fully on board yet. Right. With, as with a lot of these newfangled trends. Mm -hmm. It but blocks the sun is what I found. The, you can't see outside. Right. Yeah, which I, can, I don't like. I, I like see, windows. I don't like I ceilings. can see that being an issue. Yeah. That's a shame. Um, all right. Welcome to an all new episode this week. We're going to talk about this has been uh, this mm. is like a, a big fan request. Huge fan request. Uh, we've been getting a lot of people hitting us up about this. This is a show called Room Raiders that we're going to be talking about mm -hmm. today. Um, but before we do, I think we have a sponsor to plug here. We do. Let me go ahead and open this up. Sure. And you're going to start it. So whenever you're ready, we will go ahead and give some shout outs to our sponsors. All right. Today's podcast deals with early relationships filled with awkwardness, laughter, and excitement. But what happens when a relationship matures and becomes sour, draining, and sad? Today's new no, wait, today's sponsor saw a common thread among a group of disgruntled social media users that occurred when a relationship ended in a fiery crash of pain and anger. It's easy to smear an <clears throat> ex-lover's reputation with the one-sided, unfiltered access your personal social media accounts offer. It's also easy to blame all of your problems and shortcomings on your fucking ex-wife. The team at My Fucking Ex-Wife thinks everyone should have the option to push all their problems off onto your ex-lovers. Just head to MyFuckingExWife underscore NotPorn.com and fill out their online application. You get to craft your fictional ex-lover's profile, make it someone completely made up, or use actual attributes of previous ex-lovers. It's completely up to you. The MFU team creates social media profiles tailored to your specifications and then you're off to the sidestepping races. Did you get fired for poor work attendance or general laziness? No way. It's probably because of your fucking ex-wife and her inability to stop posting about QAnon. Did your tire blow out on the highway because you were staring at your phone? Nope. It's because your ex-wife got the good car in the divorce. How about when your tree was struck by lightning in that big storm last weekend? Was that because of general bad luck? Hardly. You don't have specific proof yet, but your ex-wife probably practices witchcraft and willed it to happen. Come on down, listeners. Get two free months of their custom-tailored fucking ex-wife's Facebook profile. Why can't you get any comedy pieces published on McSweeney's internet tendency? My fucking ex-wife. How come your hair is thinning? Dude, my fucking ex-wife. And what's the best company to help stunt your emotional growth and deliver it in a fun way? My, my fucking ex-wife. Ex wow. That's... An interesting 
do they make up a fictional person for you to blame everything on? Yeah, they do. And of course, you have to fill out their online application, which I don't know if you noticed, mm. but every single one of our sponsors has an online application that you have to fill out. Um, that is weird. Yeah, it's because it's an easy filler for <laughs> yeah. for when they're coming up with their business ideas. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> right. Yes, that's what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, that's fair. So, so thanks to them, MFU as it was MFU. abbreviated. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I think that's going to catch on just because of the abbreviation. And it's so easy to say alone. Yeah, MFU. 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 That's their jingle right there. <laughs> yeah. All right, Room Raiders. So Room Raiders was a television program on music television. This is our second music television game show. The first one was um, remote control. Remote control. That's right. Yeah. So this was on. This is much more recent. Mm -hmm. Although watching it now, it feels forever ago. Yeah. If it, to give you an idea, if you aren't familiar, we will be going over when it came out, how long it was on for. When you look at something on YouTube, and the highest clarity you can select is two forty. Yeah. It's probably before 2008. Yeah. Yeah. So this was on MTV from 2003 to 2009. Okay. It actually aired for seven seasons, which seems surprising. I would have never guessed it was it that long. It seems like a lot of time. If you were to tell me running. that this was one of those shows that had one season and three episodes, I would have been like, makes sense. Yep. I've seen them all. I remember <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah. Exactly. So this was originally premiered on MTV uh, and a special presentation by... Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey. Wow. Right? Are they still together? No. Yikes. They, uh, his fucking ex-wife. They decided uh, to raid other rooms yeah. after this show. Yeah, so they they got divorced. But they were, they were on an MTV reality series called The Newlyweds? I Fish think? Under the Sea? Fish Under the Sea is what you think their <laughs> show was called? That was the big thing from their show is that Jessica Simpson thought... Oh, she thought chicken. chicken of the sea was actually, <laughs> actually chicken. chicken, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's why they got divorced. <laughs> so, yeah, it was originally presented by them as a special debut as Dorm Raiders. Okay, that was and the first. Yeah, it was at Tulane University in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. uh, Dorm Raiders was the first episode. And then that eventually... I think they realized how significant a portion of their viewing audience lived with their parents. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. it switched to room raiders after that because right. a lot of these people that are getting their rooms raided live with mommy. Mom and dad, yeah. yeah. Correct. This is when this was starting. This trend was picking up steam where you're not living on your own until you're 24 or 25 years old. Or the yeah. millennial generation made that role cool, real hot. We're so cool. But... Also, I think a lot of the people in the show were like 17, 18, 19, at least based on the episodes that I went back and watched. Okay. There were there were some youngins on there, so it wasn't ridiculous that they yeah. were that they were living at home. But <clears throat> the game show works with a kidnappy twist. So there are three contestants and then one raider. Mm-hmm. And it is a dating game. For sure. More or less. You get a date at the end. You get a date at the end. So they're the three contestants who are vying to go on a date with the main person on the show are 
violently kidnapped from their homes. Uh, I mean... Brutally. It looks pretty tame. Have you ever been kidnapped? I have, and I would love for them to be as gentle as the painter wearing. They are wearing odd uh, jumpsuits. Yeah. Is that what it's called? I, yeah, I think so. It looks like a like a painter's like a painter. jumpsuit. Yeah. And they'll run into your home and go, Come in here, Room Raiders! And they go, Oh! Yeah. And they get taken and thrown in the back of a van. Empty van. Yes. Well, the first one is yeah, the, for the first, first contestant. person that's empty. And then they go from contestant to contestant's house, um, ripping them away from their family and mm-hmm. throwing them into the back of a van. Which then subsequently in following scenes apparently has a very comfortable sitting situation. Uh, yeah, you don't really see that the, uh, when yeah. they're first thrown in there. You don't see the seating area and... TV screens and monitors that they're obviously watching this on because what then happens yeah. is the raider um, goes to examine each of their bedrooms while the three contestants are watching it all happen. Everything happen from the cameraman's point of view mm-hmm. so that they can give hilarious reactions. Strong word there. To hilarious. It was, I would say, more of just. They would give reactions. It's something that exists. Something that yeah. just exists in the world. They said it is words. There. Yeah, yeah, there we go. They, they definitely said words. said words. I can tell you that. <laughs> <clears throat> so the the raider goes into their rooms one by one, examining basically whatever they want. They go through their drawers, their closet. I would say underwear drawer is a go-to. Underwear drawer was a big go-to. Male yep. and female. Didn't matter who the raider was. Yep, they the female would critique whether they had boxers or briefs. Yeah, that was a very specific. Like the guys would frequently end up trying on their bras when they found them. Yeah, there was underpants sniffing that I saw quite a bit. Yeah, there was some weird... This is a weird, a weird show. Yeah. I don't know if it's just in hindsight or if it would have been weird if I was a fully functioning adult at the time as well. <laughs> Probably, I hope. Yeah. But there's a lot of weird stuff that happens on this show mm-hmm. so the raider goes through the rooms we're going to talk about the tools that they are given to okay, go okay so they have a spy kit mm-hmm. which they carry around in a poker chip set yeah that's exactly what i thought when i saw <laughs> it because we got poker chips from our friend's wedding it's a metal briefcase uh-huh. that looks like but a small metal briefcase yeah a small metal briefcase that looks like it would have a poker set in it mm-hmm. but it has all of their spy tools yes which and, are, can we run them down? Which are like a, a black light sometimes. Yes. Uh, which is bullshit. I like to put a pin in that and talk about why it's bullshit. Okay. And we will talk about that more for okay, sure. Okay, good. Um, white gloves, mm-hmm. which they almost exclusively use for checking dust levels on yes. things. They look like a, a fancy maid or butler or something. Yes. They're white gloves. Or a magician maybe would and, wear these. Okay. Like like a 90s, 80s magician. Yes. Not... yes. One who pulls rabbits out Correct. of Correct. Yes. You need that white glove for the rabbits right. and the hats. And they use that for running their finger over countertops, basically, to check the dust levels. Mm-hmm. They've got some um, latex gloves as well for when they want to pick up the person's retainers or yep. 
toothbrushes yep. or hair brushes and yep. pull their hairs out of the hair brushes and how, stuff like that. How something? else would you know if you were uh, a good mate was for you if they had this, hair? Let's see with his hair. I'm here to oh, see. Oh, they got hair stuck in their hair brush. Oh, gross. And um, there was a, <laughs> my favorite was a magnifying glass. Correct. Because the magnifying glass was most often used on things that were somewhere in the five to 10 inch size range. <laughs> and they would go, oh, let me look at, there was one I watched where pinned up on this guy's wall was like an owl claw. Yep. And the girl was like, oh, what's that? I need to take a closer look. Uh-huh. Let me get my spy kit. Yes. And then she goes and gets the magnifying glass. And then she holds it up in front of the owl claw. And she's like, looks like a bird claw or something. Which it clearly was because it was like three inches right. long. Uh-huh. And a bird claw. And the, all the analysis she got from the magnifying glass was, ooh, I hope he didn't kill this bird. Yeah. Which then she pulled out her second magnifying glass and it... Uh, <laughs> she looked at the magnifying glass of through the it and it glass. actually does... It opens a portal to where you can see what happened. The history of the of bird. The, yeah, correct. Okay. And uh, yeah, he did. With his bare hands. For sure. Which was a big turn on for her. Yeah, it turned on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they raid the rooms. And all- the tweezers. Oh, yes. The, the latex tweezers. gloves were used in unison with the tweezers yeah. when going through underwear. Yes. Dirty you, and clean, by the pick, way. You have to pick things up with tweezers at times, but not all the time. No. You don't even need gloves all the time. Correct. Just, it's Whenever the producers tell you, use something from the spy kit. You do. Is when you use something from mm-hmm. the spy kit is basically my interpretation of yes. it. Yes. Continue to cheat out towards the cameras and please now use the spy <laughs> kit. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, also, all of the photos of these radies. Right. Because I know removed. people are thinking, saying, hey, wait a minute. You can figure out. This what is a great concept, like. but I have found a one loophole. I know the loophole. Well, you're wrong, idiots. Yeah. All of their photos have to be removed from the house or covered up. And they burn them. They burn them in the back. Oh, do that. Did you not see that episode? I didn't see. They take the everything out back that had any scent or physical you don't want to know manifestation what the of the like. individual, put it out back and, and put it a bonfire. And a couple times they killed the parents because the parents would not leave the house. And they didn't want the parents giving away too many clues oh. so that she had a, uh, an objective selection of who was chosen at the end for the fake date for the day. Wow, I, that's impressive. I thought it was cool. So yeah, no, no pictures in there so they can't see what you look like. No cheating. Mm-hmm. If you're going to choose a fatso, sorry. We'll just go through their underwear drawer. That's a good point. <laughs> Try on their underwear. That's see, probably why they go through the underwear drawer. See what size they are. But yeah, I mean, basically the... Raider is the forensic detective trying to get <laughs> like a good profile of yes. these people to decide who the killer is, basically. Right. Uh, and by killer, I mean, who's going to be slaying that puss? Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Drawing a chalk outline of just like a <laughs> flower. <laughs> they start... I, I think I would have liked this show better if after each room that they raided... They had to work with a professional police sketch artist <laughs> and describe what they think the person looks like. And whatever is closest whatever to the act. I have to go with that person. <laughs> I yes. think I found a new way to do this okay. game. We have a make it better. They've already got wow. they've already got the kit that is That's like whatever all, all the police detectives already have that <laughs> right. same that same kit. I've yeah. seen them. We've been um 
watching, or we just finished watching this Netflix docuseries, The Night Stalker. Mm. It's about this guy who um, he stalked at night. Good title. In California in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And he was a serial killer. Like, he was a pretty good serial killer. So he wasn't killer. just a stalker. No, he stalked and then did Night further. Raper did... was already taken from some yeah, other, something exactly, else. Exactly. Well, they were trying to figure out how to encompass raping, kidnapping, murdering. He just did a whole bunch of yeah. different a wide things resume. that a criminal might do. Uh-huh. But, so they had, and this was, like I said, in the 80s, and they were interviewing, like, the two lead detectives that worked the case mm-hmm. all throughout the series like four episodes like 45 minutes each or something okay and these guys were kind of seemed to be like so proud of like their involvement in this and mm-hmm. how they were able to apprehend this night stalker yeah let me tell you a couple of things real fast sure before we get back to the absolutely to the game show here because i think this is important to set the scene for what real forensic detectives are doing right this guy Murdered at least 13 people. Okay. He raped several more. He kidnapped several more. Okay. But would frequently, like, kidnap them and then let them go. Or just, like, molest them. Or wow, rape them and then let them go. And these people were working the case for, you know, it was like a nine-month period, basically. And... They were fucking terrible at solving this case. Like the one of the kidnappings, they found like a shoe print. Mm-hmm. All right, and they they're telling us about this in the docu- documentary series, whatever. Mm-hmm. And in one of the murders, they find a footprint that matches. Ooh. At one of the rapes, they find a footprint that matches. Strong evidence. At another murder, they find the footprint that matches. And then this cop in the show is like, "So this was the fourth time we'd found this footprint." So now we decided to try and figure out what type of shoe it belonged to. And I'm like, after the fourth fucking time that a serious crime was committed is when you were like, I wonder if this evidence is relevant here. I wonder if we should try and figure out which... The second you found the first shoe print, try and figure out what shoe it is. Especially after you found it at a second crime scene and you could say, oh, these crimes are related what shoe is this? Yeah. <clears throat> because when they did do that, what they found out... Skechers. Was that this was I guarantee a, it was Skechers. It wasn't. It was some small shoe brand... Oh, my God. ...that had only had of this shoe size and model, sole, had only sold 450 of them in the United States and only one of them in Southern California. Uh-huh. So immediately, that one person who bought those shoes is obviously yeah. the serial killer. Yeah. And then, then they weren't able to figure out where they bought it from. That was it. That was the end of the road there. They go, oh, well, there's only one person with this shoe. All right. <laughs> Moving on. I mean, I think it's a little unfair to have your knowledge and understanding of how crimes are solved now, which I assume a detective goes to a room that has a computer in it. And he just talks about the crime for a couple seconds and it brings up that person and they go arrest them. Yeah, Things weren't that easy in the 80s. And I think you need to keep yeah, that Yeah, they mind. were very bad in the 80s. And also, the speaking of police sketches, mm-hmm. they would always have, a, like after every crime, there was a police sketch. And they were like, so we had, I mean, this sketch looked just like the sketch at the other scene. And they just look like drawings of people from the game Guess Who. 
<laughs> like, I'm like, that doesn't, there's no way I could identify that as a person. And then when they caught the guy and they were like, yeah, it looked just like the sketches. And I was looked back and I was like, no, it didn't. It just, so it's the more sketches like, looked like a general male head. Yeah. Just like, uh, you know, I want to know where to go that. Exactly. It looked basically as good as the amateur sketch of, of the leprechaun. leprechaun in the tree in Alabama. Exactly the same quality. And oh my my, my even more favorite part is so again this guy killed like thirteen people in the Los Angeles area probably more, and then he for some reason went up to San Francisco and killed one person, and then they found out his identity. The San Francisco cops found out his identity like immediately afterwards. Yeah. So, again, the Los Angeles cops were working this case for eight months. Um, oh, and my favorite thing in terms of how good cops are, or two things, actually. They believe this guy went into a dentist at one point. Their evidence leads them to believe that this guy was mm. in the dentist's office. Strong. And so they got his dental x-rays, but he used a, a fake name, obviously, at okay. the dentist. So they got his dental x-rays, and a dentist was able to say, he's got an impacted tooth. It's going to be hurting him very badly he's going to have to come back to this to or to a dentist yeah. to get this fixed so they put undercover cops in the dentist office nice that'd be the worst undercover assignment ever right. so they put undercover cops in the dentist's office for a while all right and they they go by day goes by a couple weeks go by this guy is not turned back up at the dentist and so they're like okay we're wasting a lot of resources here what we'll do we'll put in like a uh a robbery button basically okay. at the dentist office. So when this guy comes in again, they press this Boom. button. It tells us the guy's here. Yeah. Let's go get him. The first day after they installed the robbery button, the guy came, the button was not hooked up properly. <laughs> and so the dentist just fixed his tooth and he left. And that was it. So, that was one time where the serial killer got away. I love the dentist was like, I'm still going to do my job. Well, that was my <laughs> thought, too. Like, couldn't he be like, uh, actually, oh, we don't have the right anesthetic. You know Come what? back Come tomorrow. Ba yeah. <laughs> uh, so the dentist failed. The police, because, you know, they're supposed to be catching bad guys, failed. And then after they did identify him, they're like, okay, we publicly released his name. We've got to uh, set up a stakeout at the bus station so that this guy when he tries to run. doesn't run. Yeah. So there's stakeout at the bus station. He comes in a different door of the bus station than they're expecting him to. He sees them. They don't see him. Mm -hmm. So he escapes the bus station. By just turning around and By, leaving. Yes, okay. exactly. And then some people, like regular ass people, are like, that's the guy who's the serial killer. And just mob him and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> And so just regular yes. people caught him. Citizens. Because the cops were useless. Citizens arrest. The worst. If they had the type of supplies that you get on Room Raiders, mm -hmm. I think they would have found him much quicker and easier. A magnifying glass, a pair of white gloves, a black light, and tweezers? And um, some latex gloves. Latex well. gloves, right. Yes. Okay. If they were able to have those things, I think they would have caught right. Richard Ramirez, uh -huh. the Night Stalker. Oh, do you Quite think, a bit earlier. Do you think that the people that mobbed him and beat the shit out of him still got like arrested for assault? Oh, because I don't think you're allowed to do that. They even. got longer sentences than he did. 
actually. <laughs> they were like, we respect this guy because he evaded us for so long. Well, they, went, they went easy on him because he had a tooth issue. First of all, you called us when you were doing a thing. So like, you <laughs> yeah. deserve to be in jail for longer. Yeah. So, but he, I mean, moral of the story, he got caught. So he couldn't kill or rape any more than the probably 20 or 40 so people that he yeah. did while the cops were failing miserably at their job. Not a lot of serial killers today, by the way. Because it's impossible. It's much harder now. They catch you after one now. You can't be a serial right. killer. It's a shame. Well, it's not a shame. <laughs> you know what it is? It's it is bad, a shame, and I'll tell you why it's a shame. Because <laughs> okay. think about how awesome the shows that you're watching are. Those are not Those, things anymore. In, yeah, Unless in 20 years, people won't have anything 20, to watch. Yeah. They'll have to be watching the same thing. They'll have to be making new documentaries. That about content, the that is Zodiac a Zodiac killer. That is a dead end content. We're going to have to continue to wait for Hollywood to remake crappy re, and do remake worse and worse and worse movies of the same killers. What if serial killers just start rebooting um, the serial killings? And so like, <laughs> there's a new a new Night Stalker. But like he is just he has a slightly different call sign than the other guy. Yeah, he wears New Balance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man, I would I would. I'm I'm for it. You're, you're you're for wow. You're for murderers. Well, and, even if I'm one of the victims, I okay. care about future content, content so much. That makes sense. That I mean, ninety nine percent of podcasts are fucked once they get through all the existing serial killers. Wow, I didn't think about that. Hey, think we about did it. the right thing because we dead. did a very infinite amount of source type, uh -huh. which is game shows nonstop. Will never, will never stop. Will never stop. As we're talking about rumors, which. Is it a game show? Yeah. <laughs> it's like like the dating, like any dating game show, I yeah, guess. I would say. I would, I would say. There's, uh, there's no host. That's the one thing. This is the first show we've talked about without The host, a host. is the raider, essentially. Right. There's kind of like an announcer that's breaking down what's happening. Yeah. But there's no... Faceless person. Host. So, the black light. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about it. So... That was a popular one when this show started. Yes. They would, you know, turn off the lights and then do the black light mm -hmm. and reveal all the jizz all over the room. That's what exactly what they wanted you to think. What it whoa, what do you what do you mean? What do you mean? What, uh, nobody nobody took the black light and ran over the carpet after a dog had run out of the room and said, "Oh, this might just be dog urine because black light picks up urine and saliva and a lot of biological stuff inside of our bodies that has this glowing uh, response to black light. So like I, so the guy would do it on the ground, see it and be like, yeah, probably reverse 69 all over the ground. <laughs> reverse 69. So like I drool a lot when I'm sleeping sometimes. Right. So my pillow would look like it was just covered in jizz. Right. And then they would, what, here's what would happen is the girl inspecting your room would go over it and go, and say something like, um, oh, wow, hopefully he has time for me as well as his pillow. And then walk out. And now you are thinking as an audience, this dude humps his pillow and somehow finishes on it. Which mm -hmm. I don't know how that w would work. Okay. Unless there's a hole in the pillow, maybe. I don't truly understand. Or maybe you put your hand in Let's not the get too into logistics. Okay, sure. I don't want to spoil any secrets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and they would walk out. And it was clearly just an innocent thing. You weirdly drool a lot when you sleep. Thank you. I mean, it's not a compliment. Oh, well, I thought you were. Complimenting, you sleep face down I thought you with were your complimenting arms. me because I was able to make up that lie about drooling a lot while I sleep right <laughs> on the spot, <laughs> all like over that. your pillow. Um, 
Yeah, so they use this black light. You, you're upset about it being a fallacy. Here's why I was tricked. And it took me 10 seconds to Google it, and I didn't do it back in 2005. Because you, so you've I'm always thinking, thought that everybody just had jizz everywhere. And now I was like, finally, I'm not abnormal. Like, I... <laughs> I, I you know, like when you see someone that has the weird thing that you have, and you're like, uh-huh. this world got a little bit smaller. It's not quite as big. Yeah. So the black light eventually ceased use on this show mm. and not because somebody just blew the lid off of this dog piss controversy <laughs> <laughs> not because of that yeah what happened was janet jackson had her boob pop out uh-huh is this really related this is really related can't yes. wait to hear how this I know. goes so for a while mtv would produce the super bowl halftime shows mm-hmm I don't know if they still do. I don't think so. But MTV would be the production partner for the Super Bowl halftime show. So if you'll remember, one year, Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson were performing at the Super Bowl. Classic duo. Of course. For whatever reason, and I don't know that anybody knows the justification to this day, Yeah. but for whatever reason, they decided that as part of their choreography... JT would go ahead and just rip off the tit of her... The tit of her tit. The tit of her (laughs) top. Uh Just one of them. The tit of her top. Just like, just forcefully, like, almost like... It was the final, it was the ending move. Yeah, exactly. Almost like it was like Velcroed on. Yeah. Like, just one boob of clothing, one boob's worth of clothing Uh was forcefully ripped off. Which is when people used to barter and trade, that's how they would do measurements. How many boobs is how this? How many boobs? <laughs> so one boob of clothing was ripped off, <laughs> revealing her boob well, yeah. on the television, uh-huh. on the Super Bowl broadcast. And this was controversial. Mm-hmm. Because in America, most of the time, we don't know that boobs exist. exist. And especially not... In- not the, I can't say it. I'm so ingrained in my Puritan backgrounds that I can't even say the word nib. There are, there are no such thing as female breasts in this country. Right. And so when that illusion was destroyed for 100 million people at once yeah. on TV, it was quite shocking. And obviously, we needed to put a stop to these kind of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I think it was on CBS, maybe. Um, they got, pro- I think, in trouble with the FCC mm. for airing this indecent broadcast to millions and millions of people. Yeah. And there was, you know, a lot of controversy with MTV, who produced the program, um, getting in trouble for having that as part of it. Whatever. Making it the best show ever. <laughs> the best halftime show anybody's ever seen. The most memorable, for sure. Uh And so, due to this controversy, MTV kind of, like, pulled back a little bit on some of the more overt sexual content in their programs. Yeah. So, they stopped doing the blacklight thing, implying that there was jizz jizz everywhere. everywhere. They stopped showing, like, if... If it was a male raider, 
finding like vibrators in the girls' rooms. Okay. They like stopped showing those on it, or yeah. they would, at least if it was a phallic shaped uh-huh. vibrator, they would edit that as out opposed of the to show. what other shape? Like egg or there's a, there's a many other shapes for egg, vibrators. Phallic. Is there like goofy ears? <laughs> goofy ears? Yeah. Like the Mickey Mouse ears, maybe. That's <laughs> okay. what I meant to say. Like, I don't goofy know tongue. Is. Goofy tongue. Oh, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, the standard vibrator shapes. <laughs> so they stopped showing those on the program uh-huh. as well. Uh, all because of the Janet Jackson Super Bowl controversy. Wow. And not because of it any was research into defamation the suits science or... Of, <laughs> oh, yeah, of that. the blacklight. So... That was interesting. At the end of the three uh, searches, now the three contestants mm. all get together and raid the Raiders' bedroom. The raid the together. Raiders. Together, all three of them uh-huh. are, are in there doing it. And then the main contestant person shows back up and chooses based on what they saw in the three rooms without mm-hmm. knowing which person is which. Yeah. Which they eliminate them by room. So room number one. Here's what I didn't like. I didn't like this, so you're eliminated. Room number three, I didn't like this, so you're eliminated. I guess I choose you, room number two. Mm-hmm. And then that was the end of the show. They get a date or whatever. Originally, when the show was created, it was going. the prize was going to be uh, a slumber party. Excuse me? the the winner and the contestant would have a slumber party in the bedroom who's the winners i guess so you would they would force you to sleep with this person but in like the literal sense okay like you didn't have to have sex well it's an adult slumber party this is america there, there's none of that. And that was how the show worked. It didn't have a slumber party at the end. It just had a date at the end. Implied date. a little recap. Yeah, Implied exactly. date. There were some times where the contestant that was picked was a uh, situation where they would take a high road and say, I don't know if um, if this is exact, well, this exactly will go anywhere, but I'd be happy to spend some time with them. Especially if they chose the person that was the uglier one in the group. Yeah, that's true. So... My impressions of watching this, of in the year 2021, going back and watching Room Raiders episodes from 2003 to 2009. Yeah. My initial impressions were fake. Wow. My, but my, after looking at it and looking more into it, my secondary impression is fake. Okay. Everything, the people, the rooms. No. So it is not entirely it is there is certainly stuff on this show that is misrepresented okay so obviously the first thing is the idea that these people are surprise kidnapped right that seemed fake to me Mm -hmm. you can't just kidnap people and yell room raiders however there's some truth to this. Yeah. These people knew that they were going to be on an MTV show at some point. They were not told what the MTV show was. Okay. But they were like, 
at some point we're going to roll up into your world and you're going to be on an MTV show, basically. So the quote unquote kidnapping was somewhat real in that apparently in one episode, like a girl's dad pulled a gun and Whoa. they'd be like, oh, no, 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 uh, Room Raiders. Didn't you hear us yell Room Raiders uh, when we were if I was picking her up and grabbing her? And the person kidnapping my daughter said, whoa, 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 Room Raiders, that would probably force me to shoot more so. Oh, wow. Than... <laughs> you can't just say fake words to me as you're taking my child. That doesn't... That's the key word. Room Raiders. Room Raiders. So that was somewhat real. What was fake was... As you pointed out, they're mm. thrown into this empty van and then there's seating areas and cameras and video <laughs> screens and stuff in the van while they're watching uh-huh. the rating go on. That is actually the next day. Okay. So the ratings all happen and then they get together and review the edited down footage sure. of the rating to watch and provide their commentary on, which is uh-huh. edited into the show. Right. So it doesn't all happen in one day as it is. Honestly, it looks like it's an hour of time. Right, exactly. It looks like it's about 22 minutes with commercials amount of time. (laughs) I would say. Well, it's MTV, so the commercial breaks are an hour long each. They're so long. The one thing I remember about watching MTV is that they had the longest commercial breaks. And in going back and watching Room Raiders on YouTube, sometimes in complete... 30 minutes, including the commercials that are uploaded on there. I was right. The commercial breaks are very, very long on MTV. And yeah, it seems like it's a very short period of time. I think realistically, the contestants do have to live somewhat close together in order for you to even just film this all in one day. In one episode, the two contestants lived in the same exact, on the same exact street. Really? And it was, it kind of looked like our situation when we lived in Campus Lodge. Okay. It was a situation like that. Right. It was the same exact complex. Yeah. So they all have to live somewhat close to each other. So they would, from season to season, they would move the show around a little bit. Like there was San Diego, they did Texas, they did Arizona. Yeah. They did some different things. I think they did like a college one. Party schools, essentially. Yeah. So it kind of moved around so they had more diversity in their cast and could do it in, you know, enclosed locations yeah. somewhat. But uh, another thing is after they after the quote-unquote kidnappings, the producers would sweep the rooms first before sending the girl or guy that's doing the rating in for anything that had a label essentially so well so they would be looking for making sure there's no pictures left up anywhere wasn't that their job person well apparently they like told the people hey you're gonna be on an mtv show take down pictures of you in your Uh, house okay so that was part of it apparently as the series went on like after the first season or two it was allegedly harder to for them to hide the fact that this was Room Raiders that was doing this, which makes sense. But the producers would sweep the rooms to make sure they didn't want like guns or knives. If they had those, yeah, they didn't want people finding them on air uh-huh. uh, or drugs as well. Oh, okay, I think I think that would be 
pivotal in making a decision on if I want to go on a date with somebody. Right. I feel like you should leave it there. Also, if you're having a traumatic experience in that room, maybe you could do a little snort, snort, sniff, sniff and speed up the process, get through it quicker. Yeah. But the producers disagreed with you. Okay. And also, apparently, they would sometimes... The producers also let a nipple slip on live television. So that that's also something they did, too. Wow. They were monsters. I would never let a nipple slip. Ever. All right. I'll hold you to I that. Would, I would hot have... glue it. I would hot glue it to whatever clothing was on it. Wow. And I would continue to keep that clothing I'm glad on. that we have that on tape for the future, for posterity. Yeah. Also, guess what? I wear new balances. Come find me. Whoa. Serial killer. <laughs> um, they would also sometimes manipulate the scenes a little bit. No way. I know this is surprising. MTV yeah. game show would manipulate the things <laughs> to make it more entertaining. So, yeah, if there was like a stack of magazines and at the bottom of the stack of magazines there was a Playboy or something. Would that hold on? They would go ahead and put that on top of the stack okay, of magazines. Right. And just some, some little things like that that... Yeah would make for more entertaining discoveries. There was an episode I watched and it was, I think an earlier version and every single room, it was a girl Raider. Every single room had porn in it. And I should have known it was clearly planted or fake because they found a loose DVD in like one of their drawers. It was just a loose DVD of porn Foreign porn, by the way, the person that we rated was very specific that it was a foreign porn. A foreign porn. Which I don't know what that means. I don't unless know. Unless it was like le porn or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just seemed out foreign of place. Porn. Where porn. did you hide your porn? Um, the computer. You, you folded it up and put it in your uh -huh. computer. <laughs> Weird, uh -huh. dude. After I would print off the pictures from the internet. Yeah, I mean, I had to print it off picture. <laughs> I had a print-up picture my grandfather found that I left in the bathroom one time when he was visiting. Really? Yeah. And I got shamed. I got shamed hard by, by my family. Oh, the whole family. He told everybody? He 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 brought it. Here's how unbro my grandfather was. Wow. He found it. I left it in the bathroom like an idiot. Uh-huh. My fault. This whole thing is my fault. And he brought it to my mom. Not his son, my uh -huh. dad, my mom. Okay. And then, you know... Shit hit the fan. Wasn't great. I slammed the door because I was so embarrassed. Uh-huh. And I did the whole, you know, in the movies when you see somebody How slam old were you, by the way? Uh, like 13. 20? Oh. <laughs> 13, <laughs> Like okay. 13, I think. And I slammed the door and put my back up against it and then slid down it like into a crouch. <laughs> <laughs> you watched too many movies, I think. Well, no, I just like, I had to be sad. I had yeah. to, and I had to make sure nobody came in the room. Uh -huh. So you use your body as a stop okay. and you are also able to release the emotion that's inside of you, which was shame, anger, embarrassment. Wow. Also, I just lost a cool thing. I can't get that back. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to have to reprint that somehow, <laughs> which was hard because the printer you know was in my dad's office. <laughs> I do now. Yeah. As an adult, I am very aware. Ink is so expensive. Wow. Is uh, is your grandpa still alive? No, he passed away. Good. The next day. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I found him. And I put my new balances <laughs> to his face. <laughs> no, it was many years later after a horrible, horrible descent into Alzheimer's. Uh oh. Well, he probably deserved it. Oh, my that. God. <laughs> no. Oh, no. But like, dude, grandfather's out there. Hey, be a bro. Sit, sit your grandson down. Or if you don't, which I get it, that might be overstepping your bounds. Give it to the dad. Give it to the dad and have the dad have an uncomfortable but necessary, like, 
father to son conversation. Don't leave your porn in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> that should be an obvious thing. You can't thing. tell somebody you can't look at that. I mean, you can if you want, but you're just pushing them further into that. I got grounded for it one time when I was like 13. Were you caught spanking? No, but I I don't know. Like my mom found whatever was on the computer. She found it on the computer? Yeah. So did you just like leave it up? I don't know. Okay. I, I don't, I don't, didn't do like a, I didn't use my spy kit to do a forensic analysis <laughs> of, of the situation. Hey, sweetheart, I know every time you masturbate at the computer because you leave your fun little magnifying glass. <laughs> I have glass. a black light. <laughs> and don't give me your, you drool all over the keyboard situation because I get it for your pillows. Um, yeah, I got grounded from the computer for two weeks or something. By your mom or dad or both? I, I can't remember. I just remember being embarrassed. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, then sad that I couldn't use the computer for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Not just for porn purposes, just because the computer was yeah, awesome. Yeah, like games, AOL, AOL, Instant Messenger. Yeah, which is kind of the game, you know? People. Yeah. yeah. The prize at the end is getting catfished. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so there, there were manipulations that went on mm-hmm. by the producers and stuff like that, but... It was somewhat... Obviously, the casting was... They cast these people to be ridiculous and say... Also, I think there are quite a few wannabe actors, for sure. There are a lot of wannabe actor type people. There was one guy I saw that was... And, like, again, I'm sure they're, like, just playing all these things up. But first of all, he said that he was uh, famous for his dinosaur impressions. Oh, I watched this one. Oh, you watched that one? This was the saddest episode I had seen. <laughs> yeah. He said that he was famous for his dinosaur impressions. And then he said his ideal date would be watching Lord of the Rings Extended Edition because it's the greatest movie of all time. And extended means it's going to last longer. <laughs> the date's going to last longer. Yeah, exactly. What he wanted. Yeah. That was the saddest episode to me because the girl, the raider, seemed so normal and employed and normal. And the three guys... That she went up against. She was up against them. It was a contest. Kind of at the end. Yeah. Yeah. They they were not. They were. I mean, whatever you want. They were were slackers. And but they were young kids. They didn't have any direction. They were a little weird. One of the kids had a retainer that he didn't wash, which Uh I didn't do that either. You just lose it when you're an adult and then you don't go get another retainer. That's how every retainer story ends. Correct. My wife still has her retainer and she still wears it sometimes. Really? Uh-huh. I lost my retainer three different times in uh, my middle school because I am absent-minded. And they're expensive. They were expensive for our family. We had to scrape for everything. And including your that's why I had to porn. draw my porn. I had to draw <laughs> yeah, my porn. Okay. <laughs> and it looked like a leprechaun. <laughs> Uh, no, but it got to the third time that I, I, I um, threw it away. My mom and I went to the dumpsters and went through the trash to try and find my retainer. What? Mm-hmm. Why did you throw it away? Because I would take it out and put it on the tray to eat and then be involved in conversation or probably uh, okay. doing something stupid to get attention and then forget about it. And then I would throw it away. Oh. I... It was chilly night. Or it was... Uh, it was... It was... It was uh, Corn, uh, chili hot dog day. It was Thursday. Chili hot dog day. And Friday we went and we jerked the trash. <laughs> Thursday chili hot dog day. Yeah. 
What do you mean? Oh, that was lunch. So like so at all school? the trash was okay, chili dog. Got it. Chili and awesome. Yeah. I um I had a retainer after I got my braces off, and then I wore it for I don't know a month. Sick. That, that's, that's like that's exactly what they tell you to do too. <laughs> yeah. Wear it for a month, and then whatever, and then, <laughs> and then, and whatever. then whatever. Don't worry about it. So I've never I've never bothered myself with that too much. I don't know. I have a permanent retainer in my mouth right now. Is that true? What the fuck? See it? Yeah, I did. I have whatever the hell adhesive is on it glued to the back of my teeth and <laughs> so a wire. So it's not on top of any teeth in the back or anything. It is it's just like it's yeah, and not at all. It's whatever special magical powers they use in the dentist Whoa. where they put something on your thing and they put a light on it. Does and that just... feel weird on on your tongue on the back of your teeth? Yeah, or... it's a piece of metal in my mouth. How long have you had that? Ever since I got my braces out in really? high school. But only on your bottom teeth? Yeah. Well, that was the worst of it. These, one of these teeth was pushed way back and everything was crowded in. So that was like the pain point of my mouth. And so I guess at the time they were like, well, let's make sure this never Just happens glue again. glue some metal behind here. Yep. All right. I've told it it falls out sometimes. So I, I aggressively <laughs> tongue it sometimes. You try to get it out of there? And it has not moved. Interesting. Wow. It's hard to floss. It's a bitch to floss. It seems impossible because there's a here's metal the thing. bar. Well, here's the thing. You have to go into your bottom teeth here. You have to thread it through. So if I ever don't brush my teeth for a couple of days, don't. which doesn't happen a lot, but, but it happens I'm a human adult. Okay. Like, don't judge me. <laughs> I'm judging a little the bit. The plaque and tartar buildup makes it almost you can't impossible. You thread it through there? Right. You, so you take the tip of a floss. Caress. And you're trying to Correct. go... In, in between, the I have teeth four options, and then pull it out. And you pull it out the back. Yes, and now you can floss through your teeth there, and then also. But the, just that one tooth now, because you've got to floss. You've got to. Well, there's 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 five. Well, think about it. If I get it in through one tooth, the bar is there's no obstruction of the bar. It's it's like on the back of those teeth. So now I can do the bar, it. But it, I'm I'm. Oh, but you have to go like up to get it over to exactly. the next one. Yeah. Weird. I yeah. thought everybody dealt with this. Again, I am a lonely person in no, the that's world. Weird. That's difficult. That sounds complex. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm sorry that you had to go through that. Thank you. And you continue to. Yeah, so that Here's guy, the moral of that story. Just don't floss. Weird. No, that's not, that's not a good moral. Oh. Uh, get a water pick, though. Those are actually highly recommended by... Yeah, you told me dentists. those are intense. Uh, I think your text message to me was, it's kind of crazy how much shit comes out of your mouth with a water pick. It's just disgusting. It's that scary. is gross. It's like, oh, whoa, what the fuck is happening here? How did this stuff be in here? How did this stuff How be in here? How did this stuff be in here? How did this stuff be in here? But it do. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So nothing, uh, nothing too crazy about, aside from the gun being pulled that, by the dad that happened on this show. Yeah. That there's a, this is a weird show in that if you go to the Wikipedia page for Room Raiders, it is probably like, the worst Wikipedia page <laughs> ever. It, the for again a show that ran for seven seasons for like two hundred something episodes. I mm -hmm. think the amount of information that is available to you is so incredibly limited. <laughs> wow. There's like three sentences on the Wikipedia page. Yeah, and I don't understand why nobody is keeping up with the Room Raiders <laughs> Wikipedia. But if you'd like to share any of the knowledge that we've provided you today to update the room writers wikipedia page go ahead wow because i'm not going to um 
I do want to talk about something that is pretty iconic with MTV shows that continued to be okay. a recurring theme in almost every single one of these weird faux dating shows, whether it was like Room Raiders Next. or Next, correct. And it was the introduction lines that oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure were written like, for I'm these Like, I'm famous people. for my dinosaur impressions? Correct. I have a couple. Oh, you wrote some down from episodes That I really enjoyed. Okay, I'm glad. And the three... So before the, while these contestants are being introduced, they usually do a very quick one, two, or three sentence introduction of themselves. And my favorite three were, in my free time, I play Frisbee golf. Frisbee golf is basically the same as golf. I guess I don't really play golf. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I saw that. Uh Uh-huh. So that was fun. Um, A big turnoff for me is when the girl thinks it's like the 1930s and doesn't believe in taking out her man or doing anything for her man. I don't mind a girl opening up her wallet every once in a while. So this guy just wants a girl to buy him stuff? Correct. Also, interesting selection of the decade. It's just like the 1930s. He was like the 20s when the girls were strong and independent right after that, (laughs) when they went back to being (laughs) submissive. And my favorite of all time. I'm looking for a girl who's stupid hot. Also, just straight out stupid. (laughs) Did that guy win? No, he did not. Oh, that is. But also, also listen to how he phrased the last part, which was a dig at stupid women. Also, just straight out stupid. Straight out. Straight out. I don't think that's the correct way to say that. I don't know. I've never said straight out stupid before, but. That guy is partially my hero. Okay. I'll say that. Um, pretty impressive work by these guys. So these impressive. These dinosaur impersonators uh-huh. that are out there. But I also watched an episode where the raider was Zach Efron. I didn't watch that one. I saw yeah. it, though. He, he It was 17-year-old Zach Efron. Who, I guess this was before High School Musical. Okay. Because he kept saying he was on, he's like, I'm Zach Efron from Summer Blues or something like that. Summer Blues? Summer High or something like that. Okay. I think it was something with Summer in the name. And it was a TV series, I guess, maybe on Nickelodeon or Disney Channel. And he was Zach Efron. Summerland. From, from Summerland, yeah. And, and the girls were like, oh, god i love that show i've never heard of that show in my life oh they were going they were vying for a date with zach efron yes oh wow and so one of the girls got a date with zach efron and it was funny because who who is he and oh Lori laughlin prison inmate Lori laughlin (laughs) is on this show I don't know that none of those people look like Zac Efron. To yeah, me. I, but look, there he is. No, no, I think her. he's in it, but I'm just that seems like the like the main cast, right? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, but anyway, Zac Efron was in this show. Yep. My favorite was at the end when, so they don't get a room. They didn't get to raid Zac Efron's room in this one. Which that makes sense. NDA. A letdown. But at the end, when uh, he is choosing them, and so you know they meet face to face for the first time, how like shy and awkward the girls are Uh about it being you know this like hot tv star guy and especially because you know he has to eliminate them by saying what he found gross about their rooms (laughs) or whatever yeah and 
the, so the two that lost like both had like these really sheepish excuse like he was like um i'm gonna eliminate room number one because i found this hairbrush with a bunch of hair and looked like dandruff and stuff in there and like <laughs> feels like if you if you're not not taking care of your hair properly then what else are you neglecting or whatever and then the girl's like hi i'm jessica uh i just want to say that i let my friends borrow my hairbrush so it's like a lot of different stuff and he's like oh okay <laughs> then she leaves it's funny because usually it's the other way around where the person kind of gets a last f you to the person after they've gone through their room usually yeah and then he was like all right i'm gonna eliminate number two next because i guess your name's katie because it said katie on the wall of your room in like five different places and there were like the whole closet wall was mirrors, so I'm a little worried that you're kind of Hot. self-centered. Oh. So I'm going to eliminate you. And she's like, my my mom put up all those Katie names, and the house came with the mirrors like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. And he's like, I don't move away. But okay. She's the winner. Okay. So She was the hotter one anyway. So <laughs> She's the one the producers told me to pick. Yeah. I don't know what you want me to say. So yeah, Zach Efron. I think that was the only celebrity sighting on this show that I could find was Zach Efron, mm-hmm. Nora Efron's son. She has a writer of uh, Weird Women's book. Summerland. Summer, Summerland. <laughs> I don't think they're related. But anyway, that's Room Raiders. I uh, make it better. I've already shared my make it better. Okay. I think you need to be doing police sketch artist stuff. Building a profile on the... Pro- I think a full profile. I think a serial killer style profile. You yeah. need to uh, give a description of who you think this person is based on what you found in their room. Because in theory, that's the point of the show. You're trying to figure out who this person is based on what you find in their room. So I want to see a detailed profile of that person. Interesting. Um, I do want to add something to make it better as we're talking through this. I think it would be fun that... Um, if you were, if your parents were the victim of a serial killer and you get chosen onto Room Raiders uh-huh. and you get to go through three different rooms and if you pick the serial killer who actually killed your parents, they go to jail. Oh, so one of the rooms is guaranteed to be yeah. your serial killer. And room. it's going to be really hard because the serial killer is going to live like in a tent outside <laughs> and the other people uh-huh. are going to have like apartments and it's going to be like, are they trying to mess with you? Ooh. Is Are they trying to make it stereotypical right. serial killer? Okay. Um, or is it a Dexter situation where he's a clean cut, well-groomed individual? Wow. I like it. Uh, I think you go all in on the abduction angle. I think you should okay. use a hooded mask. <laughs> you get a couple punches in and have the uh-huh. driver of the van make very sharp turns to keep it spicy. Okay. Uh, or a kind of catty corner of the serial killer. I think you should make it an arranged marriage, not a date. Oh, so you marry and the the person who's being rated just agrees that they're going to be marrying the correct. person. That... <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> Based on, you know, how much porn is in their room, uh, right. you get to marry the person. Um, I think the room raider should be allowed to interrogate a family member with light torture techniques to get some information about okay. the son, brother, sister, daughter. I, I did see there were times where a family member was home and the room raider would say like, so what's your brother like? Yeah. Or whatever. And it was a... A 13-year-old girl who said three words and was like, okay. here's his room. And it was her room. And everybody had a hard laugh at that one. Because <laughs> it was not his Got room. Him. Yeah. So that's your that's how you'd make it better? Yeah. Just a lot more violence and yeah. 
more American or style arranged stuff. marriage. That's or beauty. arranged marriage. That's, That's more beauty and love. Thing. Yeah, I like it. Um, Room Raiders buzzer rating three, three. I was no gonna more, give it, no less. I was going to give it a two. No more, no less. I'm a two out of five. I think it's me. entertaining to watch people dig through other people's underwear. I think it's a fun goof. And it's a great gag, and it's a family. <laughs> it's a family friendly show. Yeah, I. Uh, it's definitely very early two thousands. Um, yeah. The wardrobes, the hair decor, the hair, everything like the that. The striped blue shirts that every male wore. Yeah, it, button up. Uh huh. It very much speaks to that time period. So you can get a nice bit of if you like us were in college at the time mm-hmm. that this show was on. Mm-hmm. It's a nice bit of nostalgia. Sure. Because we were, you know, in 2004, 2005, we were 18, 19, and watching these other 18, 19 year olds get their rooms rated for potential dates. Yep. So, because it inspired me to stage my room in very specific ways, just so in case, mm. what if somebody bursts in my door and says, Room Raiders, and starts kidnapping me? Right. I needed to make sure that I had my room set up in a way. That I was going to win the show. So I made sure that everything was in perfect order. Do you think actual serial killers got away with crimes by jumping into people's houses and saying, <laughs> yeah, room raiders. Raiders. And they'd be like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so you staged your house. So you think you're a girl going through your, walks into a room uh-huh. and sees 10 to 15 empty Coke bottles on a desk. Uh-huh. And she thinks, I want to be with this person. That's what you think people think because we had a female roommate sabotage a Coke wall. That was disappointing because it was so uns- I assume unsettling for her and her mother who was there to help her clean and set up her new life with the psychopaths. It was just a decorative piece mm-hmm. in the living room. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're complaining about. Right. Yeah. So that's room Raiders. I've, I'm still waiting to be rated, personally. Really? We're waiting for the reboot. At all times, I'm ready. Because you <laughs> never know when they're going to strike. Constantly cleaning my place. If anybody finds dust in my place, I dare you, because it's not there. I'm just constantly jizzing all over my room, so that if you do use the black light, and it's, it's all blends smart. in. There's no splotches or anything. It's right. Just, so everything is glowing, and they're like, right. oh, it must be a defective exactly. black light. Exactly. Smart. You know, you got to gotta take these opportunities where they pop up yeah anyway that's room raiders this has been another episode of come on down the game show podcast this is now the first, featuring like, maybe a dog oh yeah your dog has been barking in the background a little <laughs> bit sorry guys we'll see anyway we will see you guys next week with another amazing game show and by that i mean i gave this one a two out of five so maybe the next one will be bad too yeah we'll see but hopefully the commentary makes up for the bad of the show. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll see. See you next week when you get rated hard. Bye.